of Time present High History. I'm the Shame of Tarvalon, and I'm here with my husband slash co-host, Dang. And this happily married couple is here to bring you a special Valentine's episode of High History, where we detail the most romantic, in this case, see the quotation marks, which mean sensual, of the Forsaken, whose name literally translates to Vessel of Pleasure. That's right, get out the Terangrial sex toys. It's Grandel time. The real OG. The real OG. So... I put in a disclaimer. Obviously, consent is necessary in relationships. Grendel does not get consent, and we, here at the Weed of Time, our stance on that is that is bad. But this would be a very bummy episode, I think, if all we focused on with Grendel was that. So we're still going to try to make it funny. You know, like, yes, obviously that part is bad. We've said it, we've moved past it. Yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah, no. It's how it'd be. Also, no spo's not here, which means this is a full spoiler episode. So if you have not finished reading all of the Wheel of Time books, which is 14 books and a prequel, you don't have to have read the prequel, but you know, the main 14. If you haven't read that, fuck off! That's so loud. Rand dies in the end. Oh, God. Felt so good to let that out. I've been holding that one in for so long. Sorry, Noah Spo, if you didn't turn it off, you were dumb. You, you got fucking it. warned. It's a sad story with a sad ending. Lol, kind of. Um, Alright. Shy Tans, Lettuce, and Munchies. I'll let you take that since you prepared them both. Uh-huh. You had to wait right until I was mid-bite, right? <laughs> sorry. I fucking get it. It's I'm fine. I'm sorry. I'm so hungry. I know. Um, so... We smoked two bowls of Redican Godbud. Sponsor us! Um, it's really good weed. Um, so we smoked two bowls of that. And um, now we're having pizza bagels um, that I made. Um, well, shame, shame cut the stuff for it, but like I prepared the other stuff. Anyway, um, they're on everything bagels. She because assembled. Yeah. They're on everything bagels because that's the only valid type of bagel. And, True that. Uh, no debate necessary. No rantings and ravings required. And uh, so here's where it's going to get controversial, though, is they're Hawaiian pizza bagels, meaning there's cheese, sauce, pineapple, ham, and onion. And um, we ran the numbers earlier. We did the math. The official stance of the Weed of Time podcast is pro pineapples on pizza. So uh, I abstain from the vote. I've 
I was really unwilling to try it, and then they made me try it, and it wasn't that bad. But I wasn't excited about it either. And then the two of them are very pro-pineapple, so my slight negation was not enough to to uh, turn the scales in this matter. Anyway, half of these pizza bagels have, like, mozzarella on them. The other half have cheddar. We're gonna because get to- the grocery store was out of mozzarella. So we're, we're doing the normal ones with mozzarella right now. We'll probably get to those cheddar ones later, and it's probably going to be bad. So when our quality of show, fine. when the quality of our show plummets inexplicably to you, our listener, that's when we switch to the cheddar ones. It tastes like mostly the same. How dare you? How fucking dare you? Not like the real cheese, but like the vegan ones. <sighs> anyway. You're I've... colorblind. This shouldn't matter to you. Oh, and also, with these pizza bagels, I am drinking Diet Coke. Out and of a I'm drinking tanker. a crushed cream soda out of the can. Yeah, but see, she's actually drinking a crushed cream soda. I'm drinking the fucking budget off-brand shit because drinking real Coke is bougie as hell. That slurping noise was intentional. I want you to know that. I'm looking deep into the eyes of the microphone and telling it. Jesus fucking Christ. We were away for a week, and our um our built-up tolerance to THC... Actually, we were away for a week and a half, so we could not smoke marijuana that time. Our tolerance has uh, gone down a little bit, so it's nice because we're spending less money on weed, but, like, this is a really high tubal high, you know? It's, like, if we're counting it, like, beats, it's the E of two E-anda. Stop. Fucking stop. Please. Make a choice now, because this is going to be a weird one. All right. History of Grendel. I need to flip to my notes. Because I don't remember what her real name was. Alright. Grendel. Overall, our feelings are bad. But she was born as Camerilly Meriden. And she was a third name fancy bitch. Earned her third name and she became Camerilly Meriden Nindar. So, strike one for Grendel v. Lanfear. Fuck. I didn't realize we were going to be keeping score. <laughs> I don't know. I just... It's, we're not. Feel bad it's like about Snatch Game. This. There's no winner and the points don't matter. Okay. I can accept that. Yeah. Anyways, so she was like this super kind of like monkey person almost. Psychologist monk. Because she... Healed minds, but she also abstained from everything in life and wanted to live as sparsely as possible. Very stoic. Aesthetic. And she was, like, popular about it, too. So, like, people were like, oh, she's such a... She was the Marie Kondo. <laughs> that's, that's pretty true. That's... She was the Marie Kondo. Everybody likes her. But... She also wants to get rid of all of your things. And we as animals have so lo- evolved to depend on our things that we like them and we'd form attachments to them instead of real people. Um, as, as Dumbledore would say, we have magpie-like tendencies. That's true. Anyways, so she was she was the Marie Kondo. She was like, live as sparsely as possible. And people were like, she's amazing. And then people who actually met her were like, she's a bitch. Because she was like really snobby about it. She's like, oh, 
Oh, you you own ten books. Okay, well, I only own one, so fuck you. Um, kind of thing. Really? <laughs> I'm not saying Marie Kondo's like this. I am not saying that. She has been very cavalier about all things. I am pro Marie Kondo. Please don't cancel the weed of time. <laughs> my god. <laughs> it's my worst fear right now. I don't know why. Um, just in this moment. Anyways, so... She was really abrasive and was condescending and was really rude to people who couldn't meet her standards. She's kind of like Aunt Lavivia. In the Testaments. Yeah. Yeah. In The Handmaid's Tale in the mm-hmm. Testaments. Oh, dang. Read those books if you haven't. They're so good. Um. Yeah. So she she was that kind of hoe. But she was also this world-class psychologist that worked to heal or cure mental illnesses that couldn't be cured with the one power. So I'm a little unclear as to whether that means she was actually being a psychologist or a therapist mm-hmm. or if she actually um, was researching with the power to try to find ways to cure these things. I would assume it's more likely the latter. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, as a channeler, she would have been in, you know, like, mm-hmm. she would have had an ice to die job. Kind of. Not thing, everybody like, did. No? No. As yeah, Modium worked as a musician. Yeah, but I specifically remember in reading for that, mm-hmm. it was more like an, an on call thing. Yeah, because, yeah. But, like, this is her main job. Everybody yeah. was on call to be an ice to die, but. Yeah, so I'm just like. But what do they do when they weren't? If. It, yeah, but if she's affiliated with the Aes Sedai anyway, my yeah. thing would be, like, she could be doing that through them. Like, Oh, yeah, but, um, I don't know. Could have been either, and we'll never know. Um, so, Lanfear, this prettier-than-Grendal hoe, drills the boar, right? <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> with her drill dough. That's a callback again. Have Valentine's Day special. It's Valentine's Day, folks. Get out the drill dose. <laughs> Episode title? No, we don't do those for these. Alright, anyway. Yeah. So, Lanfear, or Mirin, as she was called, drills this hole. Because she a dumb hole. But ten years after that, Grendel basically went through... Or not Grendel, she was Camarille at yeah. this time. I keep she, saying that. She went a complete philosophical 180. She did an oopsie doodle. She did an oopsie doodle. She turned herself inside out. She basically decided that the world, you know what? Nobody's going to live up to my standards. So fuck it. Who cares about my standards? I'm just going to live like they do. I'm going to be a slob uh, like you, you know? Okay. She, she went full hedonist. She went full hedonist and basically turned into how we know her now, like the living for sexual pleasures and things like that. Yeah, ever just want to hate fuck the world so bad that you just, like, give up on everything? Yeah. But she, like, kept doing her job and stuff. She just had a change. Yeah. Um, The personal change, not a professional one. Yeah. So, this was ten years after the drilling of the board, so there was enough shit going weird in the world that people didn't really pay attention to her changing her aesthetic. Yeah. Well, people were still paying attention to her, but like her doing that. It would be like a celebrity who had something, I don't know, what's something minor? Like a 
step out of a limo and you saw a bit of their underwear in the same day that Britney Spears shaved her head. Like, nobody's going to care. Yeah. You know, there's drama things happening. People were doing that weird dagger dance where the knives were poisoned. Hell um, yeah. Aaron Garn. Oh, Singar. Hey! Randland Russian Roulette. Randland Russian Roulette. That was hard to say. Wow. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Um, so, like, people noticed, but they were like, yeah, whatever. Too much of my mental energy is already taken. Um, so, Camera Lily was... Wait, one- hold on. Can I compare it to something? <laughs> yeah. It's like when the fucking Snapchat recommended stories want you to worry about why they're ch- canceling James Charles for, like, the third fucking time. But in the meantime, True. Trump is ordering highly illegal jo- drone strikes exceeding his constitutional rights to fucking assassinate people around the world. Like, I don't give a fuck what James Charles did. I'm sorry. World War Three hasn't started by the time this comes out. And if it has, it's the U.S. versus everybody. That's a hot take, probably, for some anyway. Americans. Regardless. Um... So she was one of the first ones to realize that everything was going all fucked up and what it actually was happening. Uh, and she was the second of the Forsaken to go swear fealty to the Dark One, that Shia Ghoul. The first one was Ishmael, who we'll get to. Don't you worry, child. Don't you worry, child. Wow, that's... Uh... I can't, I can't. I can't even exist right now. But no, you cannot. Wow. It's so bad. I'm so sorry for this. It's usually funny when we listen to it later, so, like, maybe. Anyway, go ahead. Continue. Uh, So she swore within the first 25 years of the collapse, which was the time that society kind of degraded after the war was drilled, before the full war of shadow. Yes. Indeed. My voice is getting scratchy. Anyways. um, So she did this, but she was a sneaky hoe. Sneaky hoe. She, she, she's been diddling your boyfriends behind your back for a year. She is a sneaky hoe. She does not tell anybody that she has pledged herself to the Dark Lord. And is a mildly famous person. Or majorly, I think it said. She, she was pretty famous. Mm. She was kind of using that fame and also her skill at brain fondling. Uh, That's what you're calling compulsion now? Apparently. Oh, wow. It happened, so I guess. Yeah, yeah. We're going with it. Anyways, she was using that to kind of work on the Dark One's behalf. Subtly start to infiltrate that thing. She was a double agent. Um, So she did that for like 75 to 85 years. Because the time from the drilling of the board of the War of the Shadow was 100 to 110 years. What? Drilling the board. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to laugh every time. Fuck. Okay, okay, sorry. I'm, uh, I'm, I'll get myself together. Um, no, it was great. It gave me a chance to take a bite of my bagel. Yeah, I know I haven't been talking lots, but it's because I'm looking here in the Wheel of Time companion, and I've realized that I'm too high to read. <laughs> And it's been really upsetting. I've been trying to mask it, but like I'm looking at the words on the page and it doesn't make any sense. 
So far, I've gotten through the word grain doll. <laughs> it's grain doll. It's at the top of the page. Beowulf and grain doll. Ah, oh, why did I do that? Wow. So anyway, because we're really fucking high, and this is what they come here for. No, okay, so if they wanted sober people, they'd go to a different podcast. Okay, now Grandal had. She was just as much a part of, like, conquering territory for the Dark One as Samael was. But whereas he was a lot more military, what she was doing was, like, political intrigue and sabotage through compulsion and stuff. We skipped a thing. On the day that she publicly declared herself as Shadow, it was also considered the first day of the war uh, of Shadow. On that day, the town... Our country, Devali, Devale, I don't know. It where, was where C- she lived. It wasn't necessarily where she lived, I don't oh, think. Okay, anyway. But anyways, this town was seized by dark friends and the first army of Trollocs that had been seen by forces of the light. So these terrifying beasts that they'd never seen before just descended with all these dark friends. Mm-hmm. This major public figure declared themselves as evil. It's probably what it's like hearing people that you know say that they're a Donald Trump fan. Fair enough. Just everything's going to shit. But yeah, so so she was um, a political saboteur, and mm-hmm. she would be committing like psychological warfare with compulsion and stuff. That that was how her conquests went. And the other thing that the companion really makes clear is that she was not a gambler. She was a lot slower in all of her actions and their effects in terms of the War of Shadow. Because she never wanted to overextend herself. She would only take super safe steps forward, um, which kind of made her distinct from the others. She was a very defensive player. She was the non-extreme version of Mogedian. Yeah, really. Um, um, so, so that's just something it made really clear. As we said at the beginning that. of the episode, she was given the name Grendel because she was evil, which literally translated into Vessel of Pleasure. Hell yeah, Vessel of Pleasure. Valentine's Day special. So, while she was doing her soul stuff, she was, um, or a lot of the stuff that can be attributed her, to her during that time. So, a lot of the unrest, um, riots, and harmful behavior of people in high office is attributed to her. Sorry, I wrote that weirdly. Um, so I have a quote about Grendel. Thank you. Uh, Grendel conquered territories as surely as any of the Shadow's generals, but her battlegrounds were her enemies' minds. That was taken from a scholar. Thanks. He brought me pizza bagels. That's what you should look for in a husband. Somebody's pizza. Yeah. Not just a husband. Any, any person. Someone who presents you with food. And, like, they cooked it themselves. Don't be dealing with any of those hoes that don't know how to cook. This is going to be a ranting and raving episode probably soon. Um, anyways. And then they all got sealed in the board in our favorite show of Not Friends. Mm-hmm. If you haven't don't know what that is, go look into or listen to the High History Asmodian episode. It doesn't have spoilers. Uh... Well, for a certain no. point, not for no spo. That's what we measure spoilers by. Um, she reads as slow as glaciers move. Fuck. 
It's, it's funny. Um, yeah, not friends. I <laughs> forgot. Fuck. I keep losing my train of thought so badly. It happens. Alright, so she, who did we decide she was in not friends? I don't remember. Might have been. Phoebe, I think. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, Masana was Monica. Uh, <laughs> or might have made that Samaraj, actually. Should have been. Anyway, they pop out of the boar. She goes straight to Arid Doma. She, she do, she do. And she took over a palace out in the countryside. And started parading herself around as Lady Basine, I believe. This decrepit old Domani woman that they all see because she weaves a mirror of mists. Mm-hmm. And she'll sometimes fuck them a little bit with the compulsion, too. So anyway, she, she's this big public figure. No. Well, like not the, that public. But. Not public. Like She's, she's a member of the nobility mm-hmm. of Eridoman. And she uses that to her Sorry advantage. Sorry for chewing noises. She uses that to her advantage um, in starting to manipulate the politics of Aradoma, including, but not limited to, eventually using compulsion on the Captain Rodel Ilterod, the military leader, mm-hmm. um, to really in fuck this, with things. Yeah. In this time, somebody, and I didn't realize this happened until I read it in the Companion. Like, today. Yesterday. I remember when Samael is in her palace, and he sees, like, one old man walking around. Mm-hmm. That's Jane Farstrider. She captured him. Mm. She thought of him as, like, a beauty spot. So, like, something ugly to make uh, everything else look better. Mm-hmm. Set it off nicely. And then he was famous, so... She but, went with that. And she only ever used very subtle compulsion on him. Yeah, so she thing. didn't, like, fuck his mind up forever. Uh, but then she decided that she didn't like the ugliness with it. She just wanted to go for pure gold. So she kind of kicked him out. And she's like, uh, go look in Ebudar for a cache of Angriel that I think Samael is looking for. Mm-hmm. And he that's where he was when Matt found him. And then bros forever. Mm-hmm. Also... In the first book, they talk about a man who came into an ogier setting and gave a warning about the eye of the world. Mm-hmm. And that was also Jane Farstrider. Okay. Which I also didn't know. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Wheel of Time Companion, yo. Mm-hmm. Flip. Anyways, yeah. Um, so she was meeting with Ravine a lot. We saw that. Uh, and she was meeting him in Camelin. Mm-hmm. So that's why she was actually there to kill Asmodian. Uh, was she went to meet with Ravine and then found out that he was dead and Rand had taken it over. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I guess she probably realized that Asmodian was there. So she just kind of waited and killed him just because he was there and she was there. So why not? And she decided... She told no one. Because then when she tried something and got not caught, but, like, it didn't go well. She could be like, oh, that's probably Asmodian's work. He's such a fuck-up, you know? Use him as a scapegoat, because everyone else doesn't know where he is, which is dead. Yeah. D-E-D dead. So, yeah. Forgot the AI on purpose. So many toppings fell off my bagel. 
Oh no, one of them's a thing of onions. So shortly after that, Samael was also killed by Rand. And after that, Grandal wasn't working so much on her own anymore. Mm-hmm. She, she ended up falling in under Moradin. Yeah, well first Samael told her that he had been promised to be Nabla, so she kind of had to do what he said. Mm-hmm. And then Samael died. Uh, words, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so part of the thing that she did with Samael was she pretended to be a like kind of tame Aes Sedai for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... <coughs> oh, jeez. Just coughed on a piece of bagel. <coughs> Choked on a piece of bagel. Words. Um... But, what, what was I even saying? Jesus, I She's pretending died. to be a fucking tame Aes Sedai. Oh, yeah, Sedai. and that's how <laughs> they just sent the Shido all over the place to increase chaos. So she did that. Um, so after Samael died, she went through shit because she a nosy hoe. And she got a minor angriel. It's just a small gold ring. And apparent, using her words when she was talking about it, she said that it, like, it wasn't anything major, but it got her up into the male levels because, of course, the men are stronger than women in the power. That's just natural. <laughs> um, after that, she was eventually, or was co-opted by Morden, uh, acting through Shider Huron, Sindane, who we know is Lanfear, brought back to life, and Mulgedian. So, Grendel was given a dream spike in order to kill Perrin. Uh, and given control of Slayer. It, she's tried to kill him. She failed. Uh, at that point, or shortly after that, Rand kind of discovered where her hideout was. He went there with Nynaeve uh, and Avienda, maybe? Min? I don't know. He went out there with definitely Nynaeve and other people, I presume. Um, and they test, they sent somebody in to see if he would be compulsed, and he was. So he f- gigantic bale fired the entire palace and killed everyone in it. But as we learned about next chapter or whatever, or at the same time, I don't know, Grendel jumped into a gate w- or had Grendel made Arangar or Delima. Arangar no, yeah. yeah. and Delima. She made Delima cast the compulsion on the guy, which means that when Delina and Erengar died because uh, Grendel trapped them there as Rand was balefiring the palace. He thought that Grendel had died. Because he detected that who had cast the compulsion had died. Yes. And he didn't know that anybody else was there. But she jumped through a gateway. And next we see her. She's in some gross hole in a cave somewhere. Just hiding out. Um, and then Shider Haran shows up. So, for all of her failures and fuck-ups, Grendel was killed, and she was put into an ugly body named Hesalam, which means without forgiveness. The Dark Lord is without forgiveness. And I'd like to go back to something we've kind of missed so far. Mm. Um, was that the people she was compelling to be her pets, unlike with Jane Farstrider, where she only subtly compulsed him, so he was still a functional human being... They kind of believed he was doing things of his own free will, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody she blasted him. All of her real pets 
they were they had to be like physically gorgeous, but it, that wasn't good enough. They also had to have some sort of no, no uh, noble status, right? Because she wanted her footmen to be uh, lords and dukes, and she wanted to have a, a queen as her fucking maid, right? That had to be part of it. You couldn't just. That's be a what got face. her off. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I just that Grendel was would absolutely be a dominatrix. Oh yeah. And um, but yeah, so then she's killed by Shadar Haran, brought back in a big ugly body to feel shame. Because she was like the second hottest person alive after Lanfear. And oh boy, people bro- No, it <laughs> literally says in the books that Lanfear was hotter. No, I know, but so, like it could get contentious. I know. But yeah. So she's Hesalam now. Basically, the next time we majorly see Hesalam, she's at the last battle. Uh, so last battle, she's been going around. She's been taking all our favorite people, such as Ruark, and fucking their brains out until they follow her and fight for her and things like that. And it's very sad because we all love Ruark. But she's got this train of people. Avienda is weaving a gateway. Is unweaving a gateway. Or, yeah, sorry, is unweaving a gateway so it doesn't leave a residue. Uh, which, as we've established, if done wrong, can cause an explosion. Grendel, not realizing what she was doing, or why it mattered, tried to use compulsion on Avienda, or it was maybe to get her to stop. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But she unleashed compulsion on Avienda, which caused Avienda to fuck up unweaving the gateway. And then kaboom. And then kaboomed. So that compulsion actually bounced off Avienda and went on to Grendel, because apparently this is Chamber of Secrets, and she's Gilderoy Lockhart. I'm so, made of rubber and you're made of glue. Yeah. So then Heslam, Grendel, is basically Avienda's devoted slave, which is good, because that explosion blew Avienda's feet off, and she needs to be carried down to where the people are. Yeah. And that's where we leave Grendel. From Buddhist monk, or no, the Marie Kondo of Buddhist monks, to who's the sluttiest person we know? I, uh, I have a really, uh, I have a really bad thought. Mm. Because Abby had to got her feet blown off, right? Mm-hmm. The thing that came into my mind and has caused me to look so shell-shocked was the intrusive thought. Prosthetic Heelys. And I think this is probably where I'm going to have to retire from doing this show because, like, I, I got to be stopped. It's been, it's been fun, fam. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. But anyways, Buddhist Marie Kondo to sluttiest person we know. That's where we were. Yeah. Publicly. Who's and, it? and, hold on a second. All those fake Facebook accounts that try to friend you and get you to watch their porn. Them. To that. To... Ugly Ho. I had a thing. And I lost it. Oh, I'm sorry. That's why I put my hand up and then... Fuck. You are making a weird symbol, so I thought you were just... Didn't realize you put your hand up. No. I lost it. It's okay, though. To Devoted Slave Ugly Ho. That's all. Oh, wait, no, no, I got it back. Here we go. We need to take a moment to comment on how, yet again, doing a Forsaken for a high history, we come back so much to the fact that, man, she really sucked and fucked up a lot. 
Like, just underwhelming Forsaken everywhere. Dark One, this is why you always lose. Your followers are dumb as shit. And fails spectacularly. Yeah. Anyway. Yarp. So. Buddhist Marie Kondo to the sluttiest person we know. To those Facebook bitches is what I said. Ah, right. Okay. Yes. To Ugly Ho. To Devoted Slave Ugly Ho. Devoted Slave Ugly Ho. Oh, and actually a really nice touch is after she blew fucking Avienda's, or Avienda's feet off, but was stuck with the compulsion, Avienda made her carry her back down the mountain from Shaihogul. Or from up on the mountain, you know. Pretty fucking, like, goosebumpy. Do you think the Grendel slaves became Avienda's slaves, or did they die? I think I would... I would think they probably just died. That would be better. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> that was a sad note. I'm sorry. This has been our super romantic Valentine's Day special. <laughs> it just happened to line up and we tried to make it a thing. It was bad. It Vessel of Pleasure Drildo, but also, you know, that final scene. <sighs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Weed of Time High History. And we hope you tune in again soon. Please let us know your thoughts on Twitter by hitting us up at The Weed of Time. And remember to check out our Patreon page for cool bonuses like early access to episodes, bonus episodes, and more. Shout out to our two Patreon subscribers, Mary and Rob. Y'all the best. You're helping this not make us go broke, you know? Yeah. Pretty sweet we appreciate it. We appreciate the fuck out of y'all. Because, like, sounds like I'm going to be on strike. Um, like, big strike, not little strikes. Uh, anyways. Link... To our Patreon is in our Twitter bio. Until next time, remember that the weed weaves as the weed wills. Let me eat these bagels so hard now. Bye!
Because you're